What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy. Please say hello to my co-host, Kara. So 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 13. We are one episode away from the finale, two episodes away from the first part of the tell-all. If you're looking for Chris and Jamie in this episode, you're out of luck. They were not on this episode. They will be back on the finale so we can see the fate of this relationship because Chris is finally going to be back in Colombia and she's going to talk to Jamie and they're going to make decisions on whether or not this relationship can go forward. Speaking of going forward, Nicole and Mahmoud. So last week we got the information that Mahmoud and Nicole had filled out visa paperwork a while ago because, you know, they've been married for over a year. And they decided that if the time came, that could be a possibility for them. So Mahmoud at first was not interested in moving to the U.S., but now he said that it would be selfish of him if he was to deny Nicole that option since she has tried, you know, almost four times to live in Egypt with him. She really has put in some effort. Some people might disagree with me. Some people might say that she's just there. She's not giving a lot of effort. But being there alone is effort. I'm sorry, being in a Absolutely. foreign country, that's effort. So he is talking to his brother, Ahmed, who also, he actually went to China for a while and he lived there. So he wants to get a little guidance on whether or not moving to another country is something that he's going to be able to handle. Because he said something in this episode that caught my attention. He said, no matter where I am, I'm going to be Muslim, whether it's in the U.S., whether it's in Egypt, anywhere. And that made me think, okay, so it's not necessarily the country that you live in that is going to pose a problem because the Muslim religion and culture is where the problems come in. So when he said that, I was like, moving to America isn't going to make a difference because every problem that you're experiencing right now in Cairo will follow you. Am I right? Do you feel the same way? Absolutely. But it's going to follow him in tenfold, you know, because everybody in America dresses the way Nicole dresses, actually way less conservative than she dresses. And he is going to have a meltdown. Just like the brother mentioned, the brother said, you have a problem with the way she dresses here. How are you going to feel when she's in America? That's going to be a whole different fight. Yeah, I, I think that it's incompatibility. And I don't I don't want to say that they don't love each other because I believe that they do. It's it just the cultural differences in the religion. I think religion is like the number one factor here yeah. because in my mind, Mahmoud can only be married to a Muslim woman because his religion and faith is just so strong. It's the yeah. number one thing in his life. And he has expectations of the woman that he is married to. And those expectations, especially to an American woman, are just too high. It's yeah. just asking too much for that woman. And I feel like for him to be happy, he's going to need to spend the rest of his life with a woman who has already made that decision. Even before they met, she has made that decision to live fully in the Muslim religion. And she is okay with it. She doesn't need to adapt to it. It's just a part of her life. And I've always felt that way. I feel like the Muslim religion is so intense and it's so hard to understand if you weren't born into it. So yeah. every time I see a Muslim man who goes after a woman who is not Muslim, I'm thinking, this is such a challenge. Like yeah. this will be a challenge for you, but more so for her, because when you weren't born into a religion like that, it's just so difficult right. to really grasp what is expected of you. And she didn't do a whole lot of research like we discussed before. She just was, you know, woke up one morning and she's like, OK, I'm Muslim. And that was that's pretty much that, you know, and that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah. So the problems are going to be there. So even if they decide to stay married and move it over to America, the problems will still be, like you said. And this this time, 
Mahmoud will be the one who has to leave. Like it'll yeah. just they're just switching roles. Nicole can't hop on the next plane. Mahmoud can hop on the next plane. Yeah. So it's it's a disaster no matter where it, it ends Absolutely. up, in my opinion. Speaking of disasters, so Gabe and <laughs> Isabel. So Gabe arrives back in Colombia right before his wedding. And his sister Monica and his mom, who's very, very beautiful, by the way, both of them she are so arrive in Colombia. And Gabe is really nervous because he feels like his sister Monica is pretty aggressive and she's um what's the word invasive invasive yeah. in his life and invasive in his relationship and we kind of see that firsthand in this in this episode because Monica is kind of asking a lot of questions and she almost has like this huge negative intention that she feels like Isabel is after Gabe's business she's after Gabe's yeah. money she just doesn't have any positive attributes and even Isabel was like, you have so much false information about me. She was like, if you knew anything yeah. about our relationship, these questions would never have come out of your mouth. And she was like, yeah. I feel like you really need to ask your brother why you are so out of touch with his life and his relationship. Because she was like, if you understood our relationship, you understood the foundation of our relationship and how we love each other and the things that Gabe has done to be with yeah. me and the things that I have done to be with him, you would never in a million years think that I was after his business or his money or whatever yeah. it is that you think would be covered in that prenup. And in my mind, Gabe said, I don't want to sign a prenup. It's not necessary. So in my mind, that was the end of that conversation. Why would you ever bring that up to yeah. his, his fiance when he said that that wasn't an option? And then even on top of that, she brought it up to Isabel and Isabel said, I would sign it. It's yeah. not that serious. She's like, we love each other. He doesn't have yachts. I think she's at yachts in the water. He doesn't yeah. have cars. He doesn't have skyscraper buildings. Like, whatever. I'll sign it. She was like, I'm working for him. He's yeah. my boss. We're in this team together. I would never want to take anything from him. Because if you think about it, her employment is based on her husband. So when yeah. they get married, she's going to be working for him because he's not even legally able to work. So without her, the business could not even go forward. So I just really hope that Monica doesn't try to sabotage a beautiful relationship, right? I feel like they have put in the work. They've done so much to make this happen. Gabe has put in a lot of effort to get Isabel's family on the same team and to understand him and understand their relationship. And then Monica's kind of coming in here like a wrecking ball, trying to yeah. wreck it all apart. And I wish she wouldn't do that because she doesn't even understand how strong the foundation really is. Yeah, exactly. I love the way that she put that to Monica. She said, you know, if I do a prenup, he's going to have to pay me a salary, you know, plain and simple. It, I felt like, Monica was kind of trying to play Gabe against Isabel when she said, you're making us, you know, believe that she's not trustworthy. She's not this, she's that. And Gabe's like, I didn't, you know, he was just, just kind of shut down turtle in a shell kind of thing. Like he said, but then he just kind of felt so out of place because that was not, that was not anything he even referred to unless it was something we didn't see. So I'm yeah. glad that she, she put it that way about the salary. Well, I think that a lot of the issue here lies with Gabe's lack of communication with his sister. Yes. And she believes, uh, Monica believes that they're best friends. And mm -hmm. I feel like Gabe doesn't feel that way. I yes. feel like Gabe fears her reaction to his life. 
And in his mind, the best way to avoid confrontation and avoid those negative conversations with his sister is to avoid telling her things. And I feel like that relationship needs attention. His sister and his relationship, they need to work on that. And I think Isabel said it too. She was like, this is between you and your brother. This isn't really about me. She's like, you're making it about me, but this relationship is clearly strained and you guys need to figure out what exactly is going on that you feel like you can't talk to each other. I'm not the problem. She was like, I'm, I'm actually on your side. I want what's best for Gabe as well. I'm not the problem here, but why he's not telling you anything, why you didn't know about the engagement, why you didn't know what was going on. That's something that only he can tell you. I can't Mm -hmm. tell you why. And she's like, well, I think maybe he's afraid of you or you're controlling him. And she's like, why would you think any of that? Yeah. Like if you knew anything about our relationship, if you know anything about me as a person, you would know that that's never been yep. the case. But again, it's I kind of blaming Gabe a little here because Gabe is leaving that out there for the assumption to happen by not giving his family any information about what's going on. They can only make assumptions yeah. if they don't know what's going on. Yeah, it was all preconceived notions that she had going in. And Gabe made the comment in the last segment. I don't think he meant it like wholeheartedly or the way that it came out. But when he said, we couldn't live together because we hate each other, that is typical sibling rivalry. Mm. And she's seeing it as best friends. Me and my brother are best friends. He's seeing it as, that's my sister, we're close, but I'm going to keep you at an arm's length because you stress me out. Yeah, I see that too. And I think that their relationship needs some attention. And I think Gabe and Monica need to work on that. And we saw in the preview that Monica was trying to not go to the wedding. Monica, don't do that, please. Yeah. Like there's enough stress on a wedding day right now for them. Like, please don't make this about you. I feel like it's going to come out. It was just a cheesy preview. But so I feel like maybe she's sick or, you know, maybe she's got COVID. Maybe she's got something that's making her not show up. I don't, I feel like she wouldn't bail on him completely. Please, I would hope not. I want to talk about Jen and Rishi because Randy and Myra and Jen and the beautiful translator that they brought along to this meeting with Rishi and his mom and his uncle decided to ask his mom some questions. Now, the questions were regarding the arranged marriage situation that Rishi had tried to explain to Jen. And it is true, the information that Rishi said. So a lot of people are like, oh, he seems sus. He seems shady. I believed him. It was him all along. two to four women who he refused to even meet, refused to have a conversation with. He said no to them, sight unseen. So everything that he said to Jen was 100% true. So I want to apologize to Rishi for my doubts. He was telling the truth. I feel so bad because it just, a lot of times the story kept changing. And I was like, I don't know, Rishi. I don't know, Rishi. But he was telling the absolute truth. So that's my bad. I, I'm so sad that I, I thought that he was a shady guy. He was actually telling the truth the whole time. But the worst part about the situation was Rishi's mom and uncle reacted positively publicly and then privately they said that that is something that they will not accept. And I was, su- it's like a roller coaster, right? Because I was mm-hmm. happy and I was like, oh my God, Jen is not wasting three years of her life. This is really going to happen. And then when Randy, Myra, and Jen and the translator leave, Rishi and his mom and uncle have a serious conversation. And that conversation does not go well. They want to know her age. They want to know what, because apparently they have to talk to other family members. It's not just about Rishi's uncle and mom. They have to reach out to other people in the extended family and they have to meet Jen. They all have to come to a consensus. I didn't realize that. I thought it was just up to Rishi's mom. I had no clue. I learned that that with Jenny and Samit. They said 
Jenny or Samit's mom kept saying, you know, we everybody's going to make fun of it. Nobody's going to accept it kind of thing. She didn't want the social aspect of it. So I kind of had a feeling that's where it was going. But I do want to say I don't have to apologize to Rishi because I believed you all along. That's true. <laughs> Kara was always team Rishi. She had no doubts. She had no doubts. I, I, I had some doubts because the story seemed crazily strange and eerily different. But Rishi was telling the truth. I think that he had some cloudy remembrance of it because it wasn't that serious in his in his life. He just turned it down. He didn't spend any time on it. He didn't go on any dates. It wasn't that big of a deal to him. So the details were not that that serious to him because it wasn't a real issue. The real yes. issue now is, is Rishi going to go against his mother and his uncle? At first they said, okay, well, if this does happen, you would still need to stay here, you know, and be a part of our family and take care of us. And Jen was like, oh, well, we're going to live, you know, in another town, another place. And then that was even before the negative reaction. But in actuality, they were never going to accept it at all. So the yeah. real question is, is Jen and Rishi going to be able to withstand this because going against your family in India is not the same thing as going against your family here in America. You yeah. can make a decision here in America that your mom, dad, sister, and brother disagree with. You will all still see each other at the family reunion and at Thanksgiving. We will yep. get over it. Yeah. We will forgive you. We will gossip about yep. you, but we will not <laughs> cut you off. Yes. But in, in India, that is not the case. If you go against your parents, they will cut you off like yeah. you never existed. I want to say Samit's mom said, you're not my son anymore. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what yep. she said. That is a pretty serious thing to say to your child. I don't know many mothers who would ever say that. And I know there's right. people on the news who their sons have done horrible things and they're still there speaking very highly of yep. those men. So I'm worried that Rishi is going to give in because we know how difficult this was, especially watching the Jenny and Submit story. We know how difficult this situation is to go against your family because you're not just saying, I'm making my own decision. You're alienating yourself from your family. That's a huge deal. But I feel like Randy and Myra ruined it all. Jen had no doubt in her mind. This was the love of her life. She was marrying him. Mm -hmm. Randy started it all with the conversation, with the picture, then showing up over there. And then it's out of Randy's mouth again. You know, got to ruin everything. If if they would have just stepped back and let Rishi handle it on August 2nd the way he wanted to. Yeah, Jen would have been a little disappointed, but it was still going to happen. And it was still going to happen his way. So she should have just went with the flow, especially because she was doubting him. She was doubting him only because someone else put doubt in her mind. Once yeah. that truth came out and she found out that he wasn't lying, she should have told the friends, no more. Cut it off. No more. Just let it ride. Hold that thought. We're out of yeah. time. We're going to come back with part two. And we're going to talk about Jen and Rishi some okay. more in the next video. I'm George Mossy. Make sure you find me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. And anyway, get your podcast. Please, please, please follow my co-host, Cara, too. Her links are right here at the bottom. This is the George Mossy Show. And we'll talk to all of you guys really soon.